0: Keith McInnes, twenty twenty four NHL draft prospect, and I'm coming up on the I Only Touch Greatness podcast.
1: E of drafted twenty twenty four, and I'm coming up on I Only Touch Greatness podcast. Looking for the most beers on tap. Great stakes great staff head over to the john b pub
2: we got the best beers steaks chicken wings nachos in town come see us at the john b pub the john
3: b pub the best bar in town come sign up for our football pool say hey st you
2: the number one sports podcast
3: in vancouver with ryan hayes and big mike ryan hayes and big mike
1: Ryan Hayes and Big Mike
3: are taking over the podcast scene in Vancouver.
1: Get down or lay down. Lay down. Lay down. down.
0: In turn, he got it to the line and now into the zone to the late coming McInnes. He
3: shoots. He scores. Here come the Hawks, bar down. Keith McInnes in his first USHL game, the youngest blackhawk on the ice. Uh, Keith, born in Red Deer, what was childhood like for you growing up and uh, when did you start playing hockey?
0: Uh, childhood was, uh, it was definitely a uh, hockey-based childhood, I think. Uh, I started skating when I was about two years old and my dad ran a senior a, senior AAA hockey club and uh, a bunch of American League, a couple NHL players. Um, it was just a lot of guys that came out of the college, major, junior. Uh, a couple of pro guys, like I mentioned, and I was around uh, the locker room a lot and that really, you know, kind of instilled what it meant to be a pro and uh, just the way to be uh, at the rink and what mentality it was like to have. So um, I'd say that was a big part of my childhood. And I yeah, I mean, skating at two years old definitely helped and uh, playing in the basement with my dad all the time. So that was that was pretty much my childhood.
3: Okay. And EJ, same question for you, but born in Surrey, you're just 20 minutes, <laughs> oh, 10 minutes away from here right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My childhood was pretty much all sports. My, uh, brother played football while well. my dad coached him, So I was always around, always around them growing up, just wanting to play sports. Uh, I played all di- different types of sports, lacrosse, basketball, hockey, lacrosse or, and, uh, football. But, uh, yeah, all of a sudden, uh, I think the Canucks gave me a little bit of passion to take hockey a little bit more seriously, and yeah, pretty much my childhood was sports.
3: Yeah, I mean, the Canucks have that same effect on me as well. As you, yeah. can, as you can see, my whole house can <laughs> Yeah. the uh So the next question was, did you play any other sports? But you answered that, so Keith, uh, do you play any other sports growing up?
0: Um, I, I did a little bit. I mean, I played uh spring hockey mostly throughout the summertime and then hockey in the winters, but uh I remember I played baseball for one year, just tried giving it a shot, but it was too slow. So uh I just stuck with hockey and uh I know a couple of years in elementary and middle school I played uh volleyball and basketball, but um besides that, that was yeah. the hockey's been it. So
3: oh okay, that's good. Uh I mean, I feel the same way about so- baseball and softball. It's it's yeah. slow. It's slow for sure.
0: Yeah, that's right.
3: <clears throat> uh, Keith, do you have any family that played pro hockey or are you the first one to come along? Uh,
0: I'm I'm about the first one to come along. My uh, 20-year-old cousin, who's uh, practically my brother, he's playing NCAA Division I hockey at uh, Northern Michigan University right now. So uh, him and I are kind of the only two uh, relatives that I know of that are kind of taking hockey seriously and trying to go far with it. Okay.
3: And uh, obviously, EJ, dad plays for the CFL.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: CF, uh, CFL player. Uh, uh, is there anyone else in your family?
1: Uh, no, my dad's uh, the only person that went pro in a sport. My uh, uncle played Division One football. And yeah, that's pretty much... I had
2: some, yeah. Okay. Uh, What are some of your hobbies outside of sports?
1: Hobbies outside of sports. Uh, I got to say, my favorite one is making fun of Keith, but. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, I
3: love, I love the chirps.
1: Yeah. um, I think just hanging out with friends is just not much of a hobby, but something I do outside of uh, hockey. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd say, uh, I'd say golf, golf. I like golfing, but I mean, I'm not, I'm no good at it. I just like being with the guys and going out and having some fun. So uh, golf, dirt biking, uh, fishing, uh, going out West camping, um, kind of just being with friends and family and getting out to the mountains and exploring that. It's uh, it's always a good time. So
3: hey, what about hidden talents?
0: Um, I don't, I don't know. I I don't even know if I have any. I think uh, I I like to sing, but I'm I'm no good at it. <laughs> I only like doing it by myself. So uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't say I have any.
1: Okay. Yeah, Keith is definitely not a very good
3: singer. Heard him oh, a couple times. Right. It, it, all it, all that's done is it to my next question. So that's good. So keep going. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I would say I'm a pretty good singer. Uh,
0: Whoa! I know. Calm down. Don't <laughs> get too ahead of yourself. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I think uh, I think Keith heard me singing a couple times. I know he started jamming along. So
3: okay, okay. So then that next question that it led to was uh some teams do the rookie idol or something uh, what song do you have to sing in your karaoke oh karaoke, yeah, if you had to sing one karaoke song, what song you yeah got,
1: gotta say party in the u s a uh
0: my my go to song would be uh wagon wheel my that would, okay. that would be my go to song Darius Rucker, yeah Okay. Um, so you were having a dream dinner party, and you
3: can sit down with three famous people that are alive. Who do you want to sit down
0: with? Uh, EJ, you take this one first.
1: All right, I gotta say three famous. I gotta start with Kobe, of course. Um,
2: Kobe. Who else? I would say
1: I gotta go with Sidney Crosby. Uh, um, one more. And real life famous people. I gotta go with Will Smith That's the last one.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, Kobe's Col- a good one, but I think Sylvester Stallone. He uh, he's a good one. Uh, Matt Fraser, and my last one would probably. Jeez, who could it be? I think. My last one would be, uh, honestly, I think it might be Kobe, too, just how inspirational he was. I think it would be pretty cool to sit down with those three.
3: Okay. I always go with uh, Tupac. Seth oh,
2: Rogan
3: Seth- Seth would be my comedian because he's, <laughs> Vanco- he's from Vancouver. And then uh, maybe for a little eye candy, I'd go with Paulina Gretzky.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. That's not too bad.
3: Yeah. I think that would be a pretty good table. Yeah. So, so, uh, Keith, 91st overall, Red Deer, what made you choose to go to college? Route?
0: Um, you know, it was, uh, I think my dad's senior AAA team had a lot of influence. Um, you know, you got to look at the guys. He, my dad was also a big influence. Um, you know, it was also ultimately my decision, uh, where to go, but my dad was just giving me information and we, uh, we made a ton of charts and pros and cons and uh, all the things you can think of. And when you looked at the guys who came out of the NCAA versus the guys who came out of major junior, um, the guys who came out of the NCAA that didn't end up making the NHL and making millions and millions of dollars, um, they were able to just get a job and start their new life right away rather than the guys uh, who went the major junior route and didn't uh, utilize their uh, scholarship money because after the one year it goes away. Um, so that was definitely a big piece. Um, I'm really big on my education as well. So um, you know, being able to play in front of thousands of fans and getting my education at the same time and being able to do it uh, at some of the greatest schools uh, in the United States is was really was really something that. Um, I took great pride in, in being able to t- have this opportunity to uh, go this route. And uh, I'd say just being able to um, still be a student athlete and having the right mentality of you know time management and getting my, uh, my school done and also being a top uh, NCAA hockey player. I think that was something that I really was fortunate enough to be able to do. And um, I'm really looking forward to it.
3: And then EJ, for you, uh, you were 65th overall just to Saskatoon, but uh, you chose to go to the college route as well.
1: Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, the, me choosing to go to the U.S. program is uh, the best decision I made. I think um, it's just the culture at the program and the overall development I'm getting yeah. is second to none. So... Yeah, I just think it's a great opportunity here. And I think uh it's really gonna push me into a and in, push me somewhere where I'll be comfortable in any decision to make. And um yeah, I just think uh okay. it's the reason why.
3: Yeah, the one question I had coming up for you, uh it's like how does the NTDP like prepare you for success?
1: Oh, there, there's just so many things I can say. There's uh, like they prepare you in life. They prepare you as a hockey player. So it's just they prepare you for school. It's yeah. In life, we have life skills. People come in, talk to us, teach us about different things we have to learn. Hockey is the second to none. We have some of the best trainers and coaches in the world. And um, yeah, schooling. We have great schooling we got it. We have lots of support, lots of help. And yeah, that's
3: okay. And then uh, Keith selected to Canada's U17 summer camp, but uh, you didn't play for the tournament because of an injury. But uh, what happened there?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, I mean, I got the call uh, a couple of days before my injury and, uh, you know, I'm saying I made it and then, I go out and just take a normal pinch down the wall and see the their D-man coming up. And I just tried turning so it wasn't the shoulder to chest and uh, broke my collarbone. So, um, you know, definitely wasn't the right timing, but never is the right time to break a bone and be out. So um, it was definitely a bummer, but I think uh, ultimately it's probably a good time to happen uh, with the trainers and coaching staff and, all the resources i have here in waterloo it's uh it's definitely been able to make the time off the ice um really useful and being able to be in the gym still every day so um yeah that it definitely a bummer but not the end of the world as well so
3: okay and then uh for ej here uh seven games played i want to describe you had one goal one assist here at the u17s um describe what it like what it's like putting on that USA jersey? Oh, it's it feels amazing. You know, get to
1: go out there and represent my, my country, and just be with all my brothers, be with the the people I'm working with, uh, working hard with every day. It's just amazing feeling, especially with the results we got. It's just it's amazing.
3: So you're a dual citizen?
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. am. My uh, father was born in the United States.
3: Okay, and then uh, so. What made you choose USA over Canada?
1: I just gotta say the program was a big yeah. part of that. Say, yeah. Um,
3: yeah, sure. Go on. I, I don't want you to talk too much about negatives. The uh, okay. Uh, then Keith selected. You've chosen to choose North Dakota. Uh, this is the one chance in your life you get to choose what school you go to. Uh, after that you're traded or drafted to teams you're getting to choose where you want to go so why did you choose North Dakota
0: um honestly it I I can't really put it into words um how special the Ralph uh Ralph Ingleside Arena is um in that community and for that team uh their tradition is next to none you walk in that rink and um you, you got marble flooring and it's it's just such a special place to play uh sell it out every night um you walk in the locker room and there's photos and uh quotes all over the walls of past players and uh great quotes to be driven um just what it, the brotherhood that that team has um it's really something special um it was just their resources um the ralph said uh, foundation as being able to help them. And I think their gym, uh, their trainers, um, the access to the ice, uh, their nutrition, it, it was just really a huge, um, advantage in my mind, if I could be able to go there and play, um, I really felt like I'd be able to take myself to the next level and their coaches are absolutely phenomenal. I can't say anything bad, uh, about that entire place. So, It was really a tough place uh to turn down and to have the opportunity to go there it was it was just surreal and i couldn't say no
3: i mean a couple beauties like brock bester went there as well so that's right yeah yeah we've had we've actually interviewed a few of the guys now of course off my head i can't think of them so we won't uh okay and then uh for ej uh was it extra special beating canada when you win the gold medal Oh that that was definitely the greatest feeling ever. Uh I think
1: uh I don't know I don't really know what my uh, first thought was, but one of my first thoughts was uh texting Keith about it. So it was uh it felt great to definitely win. And especially win in uh where I can play in front of my all my all my friends and
3: family. So yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw your old man in the uh in the stands. <laughs> yeah, he had on the yeah. he had on this nice bomber USA jacket.
1: Yeah, that was him. He, uh, yeah. he yeah, he bought that and wears it every game now. So
3: yeah, I mean, other than me that day for the gold medal game, uh, he was probably the best dressed. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. good looking suit. Yeah, that Canada suit. It's uh, I sometimes dress up as Don Cherry and go to Canuck games and do like the full <laughs> costume with a dog and a mic. But <laughs> um, okay. And what was your overall tournament tournament experience like? Uh, I've heard some people say it was a lot of the same food. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was
1: uh it was definitely it was a grind. It was uh playing so many games and that amount of time is pretty uh hard on the body. But I think uh we prepared as best as we could for that, especially with our uh trainer. He set us up for success for that tournament. So we were able to fly through that tournament and uh yeah, the the food is uh I think we had meatballs at least 20 times in the span we were there <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> Chicken that's, what, rice, that, meatballs. that's where because they were busting you guys in right from the hotel Yeah. and then yeah. i'd see you guys all come in as a team you guys go eat and then i felt like it's just buffet every day it's kind of like two week vacation to mexico or something where you get the same food every day you get tired of it
1: yeah it was uh that was yeah we came in every every day to get all that and then yeah you get a little bit sick of it, but when we got back, we made sure not to eat any meatballs
3: My <laughs> <I> bet <laughs> the uh so you're both twenty four or twenty twenty four eligible uh for the n h l draft How do you guys stay humble thinking about that
0: uh personally, i think um just kind of staying uh true to yourself and you know not trying to uh bring it up and kind of just focusing on uh yourself and getting yourself better and not only that but making sure that uh you're doing whatever you can for your team and just focusing on uh one day at a time and uh doing whatever you can for your team in the present moment i think uh that's really um the one thing that kind of just tries keeping me humble and um you know i try not to think about it too much i mean um you know i'm only 16 and I'm in the u s h l right now, so I think that's kind of just where my head's at and just yep. trying to play my game and do what I do best, so uh, yeah, I'd say that. I'm just trying to make sure I do everything I can to help my team win.
1: yeah, I gotta say uh pretty much same thing, Keith, like I uh, just keep keep myself humble, just realize where I'm at right now, and uh just realize that nothing is promised. I think uh that we just gotta take every day as it could be our last and just keep pushing forward like that you have to keep getting better every day or else, uh, nothing there is going to be promised for you. So,
3: yeah. How many times do you get asked if you're related to Ray Emery? Oh, uh, I've been asked quite a, quite a few times. Um,
1: Elliot Freeman asked me once and yeah, everyone, I get, I get asked that. I get asked that a lot.
3: Okay. Yeah, uh, we were always wondering that. My friends actually ran into you. I never got a chance to actually run into Team USA. I tried to, um, but yeah, my friends ran into you guys and got your autograph. Oh, yeah. Do you have any pregame rituals or postgame rituals?
0: Uh, Personally, I think it's just, you know, getting to the rink early in the morning and getting a stretch and a roll out and on the bike for a bit and then, uh coming home and having a good old nap. Uh nap never hurt anybody. So uh yeah, that's really it. You gotta get there uh a couple hours early at least and making sure the body's ready. So I I I'd really say that's really about it.
1: Yeah, I gotta say it's pretty much the exact same keeps um yeah, solid nap. It's always uh, it's always due before a game. Uh make sure you're getting a big meal in.
3: Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Okay, there's no like putting the wrong shin pads on the wrong legs or all all the left side first. One guy changes his skate laces every game. No,
0: I got nothing like that, to be honest. Yeah,
3: Sam. Pretty good. That's good. So, as you know, I'm a Canucks fan. Why are you guys the best fit for my Canucks?
0: EJ, you got this one.
3: I just say
1: I grew up Canucks fan. I've always uh, cheered for them good and bad. Maybe bad so far, but yeah, mostly we are, bad. <laughs> we are uh, you know, this great great place. Who doesn't love the Canucks? Green, blue, white. Nothing better than that. I
3: agree.
0: Uh, you know, it, it's tough to say. Uh, I know I've grown up as an Oilers fan, so um, oh,
3: Okay, so why would you be the best bet for an Oilers?
0: Oh, geez. Uh, going to games at Rexall and now Roger's place, it's it's quite special. So, um, you know, I think just growing up as a fan, I think it would be pretty cool to play for that team. And, uh, you know, if the opportunity came, I think it would be pretty hard to turn down, but I'm just not too worried about that. I think it would just be a pretty, pretty cool place to play.
3: So that original question of- evolved into that one that i said to you but it, the original question was like uh if i was a gm or a scout what would you bring to the table but it didn't really have to be my canucks so i just tied it in together <laughs> you guys did good um are you a headphones guy or a team dj
2: guy oh i'm, I'm a headphones I'm a- guy
0: okay 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 uh i'm a i'm i wouldn't say i'm a team dj but uh, I'm not a headphones guy. I just, whatever's, whatever's playing is playing. So
1: not too he, picky. keeps the team DJ. It's terrible. Right, that's, that's why I wear headphones now.
3: Every time <laughs> I walk past the locker room, it's just, yeah. <laughs> no, okay. No, so that bad. was my next one. Who is the team DJ?
0: Oh, uh,
1: for me, it, Oh, you there got, you Now go. you go. All right. Uh, for me, it just rotates. We have, a. Uh, we have our speaker and iPad in there, and uh, it's whoever whoever got the next song. But you know, I think uh, I think I prefer the headphones. Okay.
0: Uh, there's about three guys, uh, three guys on the team that uh, you know they'll, they'll rotate. Doesn't doesn't really matter on the day. Um, one guy does game days, but other than that, it's just a couple guys, and that's really it. So.
3: okay. Uh, who do you like near your game
2: after? EJ, you go.
1: I got to think. you
0: go. Um, I'd say uh, a little bit of Jacob, Slav- Jacob Slavin and uh, Ryan McDonough. I think um, Jacob Slavin's defense is, you know, he might be one of or the best defender in the NHL in my opinion. So um, I think – the he's, the way he's able to use his stick and skating to his advantage, and always being in the right spots, uh, and having a great first pass. Um, always looking towards the middle. Um, Ryan McDonough, same thing. I think he's he's one of those players that might be overlooked a little bit, but um, I think he's just phenomenal. And um, I, they both they jump in the rush and create offense, and they're both just super smart. So um, I think they both play a really good two hundred foot game with. Um, really good first passes, and I think that would relate to myself the best.
1: Oh, well, I think I gotta go with a couple guys here. I think uh, Ke- Keandre Miller is a big one. Thanks. Uh, I would say Truba is definitely up there as someone who I uh, watch. Ah, uh, oh, dang! It's a good question. Yeah, I would say I say a big time. Those guys are uh, a big two. I would say uh, represent my game.
3: Okay, actually met Miller once when the World Juniors was here a couple of years ago. Right? Oh yeah, and it was it was out in Langley as well. Uh, okay, I shot that question. Shot that. What's your five year plan? Uh
0: my five year plan. It would be. Uh, Honestly, that's a tough question. I think, um, it's one of those things I've written down in my notebook, but, um, you know, I think this year, next year, just do what I can, uh, in Waterloo here, uh, trying to win a Clark cup. I think that's the, you know, the goal for the next two years and, uh, really trying to develop my game and take advantage of this opportunity to be in the USHL. Um, then after that, I think just go to North Dakota and, um, just go there and try and try and win. So uh, get my education, uh, that's a big goal of mine to be able to play uh, in the NCAA and also get my education. So, um, you know, however many years it takes, if it takes all four, it takes all four. So, um, you know, I'd say that's kind of my next five year plan and go from there, so.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I'd say, this year and next year, just focusing on some development and getting better every day and uh, hoping to uh, win a 18 Worlds for uh, my country and for my brothers on my team. Uh, and I'd say, just got to take it from there. I'd say, yeah, it's pretty much, I don't think there's a set five-year plan. I think it's got to go with the flow. Got to go with uh, what's given to me and uh, yeah, take every day the best I can.
2: Okay, more fun questions. Um, okay, uh, stick tape and jersey number.
0: Um, I I go with uh, thick black for practice days and then uh, skinny black for game days. I think uh, that's one. Oh, I guess that's a superstition or whatever. You,
2: if you yeah, that's like that. so, that's one.
0: Yeah, I'd say I'd say that would be it. Um, but I'm number four as well. Yeah, uh I, I go with
1: skinny black all the time. Um I think that's uh that's a priority there. And I would say I got two numbers, number twenty and number twenty three. uh mine I like to wear this year, unfortunately. You gotta wear numbers above thirty. So next year hopefully I can uh grab one of those numbers. Okay.
3: Is there a reason you like those numbers?
1: Uh just twenty. I always grew up wearing twenty and then uh obviously 20 is my uh one of my idols uh, mj so
0: okay
1: or 23 sir yeah
0: uh i've always grown up wearing the number four um the earlier this year at camp <clears throat> we were uh able to choose what numbers we would like and we wrote them down on a sheet of paper and honestly i can't remember what number i wrote down i don't know if i wrote down four but um it's always been kind of my favorite number. So um, I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to uh, receive it. So yeah, I'd say that's really it. I'm not, uh, not a huge numbers guy, but whatever, whatever I get given, I get given. So.
3: Good attitude. Um, okay. Uh, favorite Gatorade color and nickname.
0: Uh, favorite Gatorade color. Uh, that That's tough. I, blue, blue and yellow those are the top two, but if I had to choose, I'd probably go blue, um, and then uh, Mac and Cubby. Uh, those are probably the two nicknames I have. So. Oh
1: uh, yeah, I think um, dark blue is definitely has to be a, the best Gatorade flavor. Yeah, hands down. I don't think there's a question about that one. Um, I don't really got a nickname. I think everyone's just uh, is just you to, yeah okay
2: okay uh, okay, what's one obstacle
3: you've had to overcome to get to where you are today uh
0: personally um you know i've Injury. i've dealt with some injuries uh over the past couple of years here uh last year I was injured uh quite a bit with a numerous amount of injuries uh and then this year I was looking to bounce back and not have any but uh, plans have changed. And so I think, uh, just injuries and, uh, having to overcome and try play through some, uh, that's kind of what made me, me and, um, just trying to play through and know the pain and sacrifice it takes. So, um, I'd say that's what it takes and, uh, that's what I've had to go through.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think for me, uh, had Some family illnesses that I had to play through, I think. Uh, that's a big one, and uh, just other small like injuries. Uh, yeah, I got hurt right before my first year of academy hockey. Um, just little stuff like that is uh, I think hurdles I've had to overcome. Uh, yeah, okay.
3: Uh, favorite sports franchise,
2: it doesn't have to be hockey.
0: Oh. Oh, oof. that's a good one. Um, honestly, I don't know if I have one. I think, I think, I think I gotta go Edmonton uh in the Oilers. I, I just, it's just, I've always admired it, so I think I'd have to go Edmonton.
3: Yeah, I, I gotta go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty easy one. Uh. What makes a good captain?
0: Oh, uh, A guy who, uh, who's selfless, you know. He, uh, he pushes his teammates to be better every day and holds everyone accountable. Um, not only everyone else, but himself. Um, doesn't leave himself out of the equation. Um, you know, it's doing whatever it takes to uh, make, help the team and help them win. Um, you know, always looking out for guys and, uh, being vocal and making sure everybody's voice is being heard. Um, yeah. I think just being an all-time leader, um, you know, just par- having it, having it uh, as part of who you are, um, you know, it's not something you're trying to do. It's just what you're doing. And, um, it's who you are. You know, it's staying late. It's pushing chairs in. Uh, if guys leave it out, uh, you're always cleaning. Um, it's just the little things that, you know, the same, it's the little things when no one's looking that matters. I think it's those little things Um, and you're always striving for greatness. Um, I think those are the things that make a good leader.
1: Yeah, I think uh, it's a good question, but it has to be the person that's going to be at the front when you're going to war and uh, who's just going to be at the front of everyone who's going to lead the way and uh, make sure everyone stays in line, make sure that everyone's obviously working hard to that that goal that everyone has, and yeah, just gotta say, like he said, doing the things that people don't see, doing all the little things—that's a big part to being a being a leader.
2: Hey, next question is all pretty much the same, but what makes a good coach? Uh,
0: that's a tough one. Uh I think. Gosh, I don't even know. I've never been never been one except for uh Yale Cup when I was hurt. I was <laughs> oh hurt
1: was, my so. goodness.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I think it's just always having a positive attitude, maybe. Um, you know. Uh I I don't even know to be honest. It's a okay. tough question.
1: Yeah, I no, only want to talk about yeah, Cup. Kelly was a ref and uh sold a few games for me, but <laughs> um yeah, uh, being <laughs> <laughs> being a good coach that's a yeah so it has to be like just like a leader it has to be someone who's also going to be at the front just going to go to war for uh for their players
3: okay if you could get in a time machine go so anywhere any era right now where would you want to go
2: hmm EJ, if you know, go ahead.
0: I'd, I'd have to say probably probably the 80s. Um, I think it'd just be cool when uh, all the movies, all the cool movies were coming out. And I think it'd just be neat to go back and kind of see what my dad grew up in and uh, what it was like. Um, I know where I live now, uh, it's the same property my dad grew up on. And uh he says it's changed a tremendous amount. So I think going back and seeing where my my childhood home is and seeing what it was like when he was growing up there as well.
1: Yeah. uh, To be honest, I don't think I would go back in the time machine, but if I really had to. You you could go forward. Oh, I
3: could go forward. I didn't didn't give Keith that option, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if I
1: would uh, go forward either, but think going backwards, I, I would say after the uh, team BC winning, I got to say, uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was some unreal experience. I think, uh, you know, just being able to play, play against Keith and going uh, with the win there, I think that was just motivational uh, moment for me.
3: Okay. Uh, if, if you could change one thing about NHL or hockey, what would it be? Gosh, I don't know. For me, it's running um, the goalie when they come out of the ice.
0: When they come out, <laughs> when they, when they come out of the board. <laughs> that that that's a good one. That uh, that definitely is a good one. I think uh, I think maybe the trapezoid rule. I think. Uh, oh yeah, if, yeah. If the goalies were able to come out a little bit more um, and help the D men, D men play the puck a little bit better. Uh, I think that would make a difference for my part of the game um so i'd say that's probably the rule i'd change
3: it would definitely help your longevity of your, your career if the goalies could come out and play the puck a little more than you guys have to go yeah. back and get it yeah like, yeah they, they originally put that in for the good goalies like the marty turcos and the broaders that were coming out back in the 90s because they were actually like scoring goals
0: yeah patrick wah skating yeah. all the way up the ice yeah right <laughs> Yeah, I, I got to say the same.
1: I think uh, that would be a big help for uh, one of the goalies to go, go out there and play the puck. And, uh, yeah. Okay. You have a dream
2: stadium you wish to play in one
0: uh... EJ, you oh, go ahead yeah. if you have it.
1: Yeah, I have it. I think, I think it's a name. I don't know how I'm forgetting this name right now.
3: You oh, sit, you know, a city or what? Uh, New York. Oh, Madison Square Garden? Yeah, Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, that, that's a good one. I think uh, if it had to be an NHL rink, uh, it'd be Madison Square Garden. But I think uh, Rogers Center, uh, where the Toronto Blue, Blue Jays play, uh, if it's called the Rogers Center. I can't – I don't know. Where the Blue Jays play or the Maple Leafs play? The Blue Jays. If I if there could be an outdoor game, oh, where the Blue Jays. Okay, I see play, what you're I doing. Think, I think that'd be pretty cool uh, if that if that ever came true.
2: Okay.
3: Uh Do you have a go-to Sully? Uh,
0: no. I don't, I haven't scored too many goals in the past <laughs> past couple of years. So, okay. Uh, I I wouldn't say so. No. No. Uh.
1: Yeah, I think uh haven't got used to many sellies yet, but I think the on, on one knee, pumping a fist is always a good one.
3: Okay. i seen your sellie at the goal you got in the U-17, so you ha- jump up into the glass or punch the yeah. glass. Yeah, we got that coming on the intro. We got that highlights. <laughs> <laughs> the, That's awesome. The uh, How do you find trying to manage school, friends, and women, I guess?
0: uh personally uh there's no woman on the go so that that helps out but uh, (laughs) that
3: definitely helps you focus
0: (laughs) that's right so i'd say uh you know just having a schedule uh you know every night before just kind of mapping out your day and uh you know before bed just make sure uh your clothes are out or and your bags are packed and uh you're ready you can get up and get your fluids in you and get your food in you, get yourself uh, to the rink and get your day on and come home and uh, have a list of what you need to get done in school that day and get that done. And if you have a workout later, then um, go to your workout. And if you still need to get your school done, then you can get your school done afterwards. So um, I'd say it's just time management. And uh, for me personally, having a schedule um, is definitely a big part of it. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, no females. Um there's uh and not really too many friends out here besides uh my teammates. I think uh so uh yeah, life is pretty uh, uh okay. same. Yeah. so go to the rink every day, go to school in the school in the morning, uh get on the ice, uh work out and uh usually just do some stuff afterwards, shoot pucks and yeah. Okay. Favorite sports movie. Oh. Can I say documentary too? Sure. I gotta go with the last dance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that that's a good one. I think uh geez. I don't know. It's tough. Uh there's multiple, but I think uh if if any of the Rocky movies, uh, Rocky and Creed, those are, those are good. Um, but personally, CrossFit, um, I really like the mentality of CrossFit. Uh, and so there's a documentary called Fittest in Dubai uh, it's a map. It's, it has Matt Fraser and all the top CrossFit athletes and uh, shows all the pain and sacrifice they put their bodies through uh, and a little bit of throughout the, the year that they have to prepare for it. So I think that's probably my favorite. Um, documentary.
2: Okay. The uh, there. If you're an animal, what well, animal would you be?
0: Geez, I don't know. Uh personally, I'd have to say, um, uh, I'd probably have to say uh, a wolf, uh, just because it's uh, the leader of a pack. Uh, you know, it's not one singular animal. It's, uh, you, I'd want to be a wolf cause it's a pack and it's a pack mentality and, um, uh, you can't accomplish something, um, without the help of others, um, along the way. So, um, I think being a wolf and, uh, being able to be a leader of a pack and, uh, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I, uh, guy with the, the pride male lion, you know, Think that's uh head of head of the jungle, king of the jungle. There, um, head of the group, uh, like you said, leading leading a group is uh, always great. So I gotta go with that.
3: Okay, and I always ask this question because for me, I'm a dolphin because I look like a dolphin because I got like a nose because <laughs> <laughs> I got like the no- I got the nose and no hair, right? Shiny and shit. Now, <laughs> um, if there was a hundred dollar bill in the toilet or a twenty dollar bill on the counter, which bill are you going for? Hundred dollars.
0: Pardon?
1: hundred dollars, a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay,
3: so the answer, the answer to that one, Profetti actually told us that one, but the uh yeah, they-, they want you to get your hands dirty, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, if you had a superpower, what would it be?
2: Cool. Uh, right now, I think,
0: uh, in my case, I think it'd be uh, the ability to uh, be indestructible uh, and not be <laughs> able to get hurt or break any bones. I think uh, that'd be a good one right now. But uh, I think being, being able to be uh, in, invisible, um, that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool.
2: Ah, that's a good
3: one. Damn. That's superpower. Well okay, I'll give you mine then while you think yours. The I'd like to know what my date was thinking before she bailed on me at the bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a mind reader.
3: Mind reader, exactly. Yeah. Before I, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's be, awesome. be, before I get stood up or ditched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <That's>, uh, <laughs>
3: I gotta go with uh, super strength. I think uh, I
1: think that would be pretty cool.
3: Hey, do you have a favorite Halloween costume? I
0: I wouldn't say so. I think uh, you know every Halloween something new, and um, I I haven't had the money to do something outrageous yet, so uh, I wouldn't well, say I have a favorite yet.
1: What about that? What about the costume this year?
0: no we don't about
3: that one <laughs> that, That's off the table. um yeah i uh
1: i gotta say like the good old astronaut <laughs> good old astronaut i think uh I think that's just like prime halloween costume i don't think uh you know you know you know it's halloween when you see one of those walking around would you rather eat pancakes or waffles for the rest of your life
0: That's a tough question. Uh,
3: mm.
0: That that that's a very tough question. I personally, I'm not a big waffle or pancake guy, but uh, lately, when I've been trying to have pancakes, I couldn't do it. So I'd probably have to say waffles.
1: Okay. Hey, I gotta say I gotta eat uh, the waffles. I got some uh, protein waffles that I eat every morning. So okay, got stick with gotta stick with those hey uh you a cat or a dog person?
2: dog hey early bird or a night owl
1: early bird uh, I could be both i i think well, uh,
0: don't get out of yourself <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think uh I'm good in the morning, and uh I think I could stay out pretty late if I really needed to, okay um. If you were a flavor, what flavor would you be?
2: Like,
0: holy smokes!
1: Flavor ice cream, or it, I don't know anything. Any flavor?
0: Oh, I'd have to say uh, tiger, a little bit of black licorice and orange. I think it's, it's tiger ice cream. That's, that's, yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's that's probably mine. My go-to. Yeah.
1: You- you are a black breakfast like guy.
0: I am. Yeah, I very much am.
1: <laughs> um, oh, man. Flavors. I think I'm all dressed. Yeah, okay. I think uh, I think that's my type
3: of flavor. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's me. Okay. I always go with mint because, <laughs> because I'm mint. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: a good one.
3: Yeah, that was, that that was a trick question. I was like one of those alley oops off the backboard to myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I, like I just want to thank you guys for giving me the time. We uh, had fun here, and uh, it it was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much. It was uh, definitely I know it was uh, a little wild trying to work it out, but uh, having having us on here was uh, definitely a lot of fun. So thank you for taking the time to having us and. Uh, yeah thank you very much
1: yeah i uh i truly appreciate it and uh means a lot thank you for having us and uh